Welcome to Romance with a Cocktail. I'm Peter. And I'm Ashley. And we're married! Today we're going to be discussing Between Us by Mary McFarlane. Oh, but I read it's Vari? Vari? Vari. The M-H makes a V. It's Scottish. Okay. So you know that. Vari McFarlane. Yeah, I read her author's note. McFarlane. Yeah, I'm sure we can't pronounce any of it the way they would actually pronounce it, but it do, she did say that the MH makes a V. Is she, she must be Scottish. Yeah, she was born oh, in Scotland, yeah. Very interesting. So let's have a, have a drink okay. to, to Vari. Cheers to Vari. Cheers. I mean, did you just put liquor in a glass? <laughs> That's a Manhattan. Oh, yeah. I did try to sweeten it a little bit. With, but they don't have... With a I little mean, syrup. Because you can put a little cherry syrup in it. But. I mean, this is the kind of thing I want to like. But you don't. I mean, it's okay. But it's pretty forward in the... Liquor. Yeah. But they were... Drinking a lot of Manhattans. Yeah. So that makes sense that you mm-hmm. would have chosen it. Yep. Whew. Ooh. Nice Sunday night cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I wish I, you know, that this is like who I want to be mm-hmm. drinking like a little drink, just like a liquor drink. But me, I still like them sweet and fruity. And it's weird that you want to be. Well, because that's like cooler to me. It's cool to drink disgusting drinks. Well, but is this disgusting to you? No, to me, it's okay. Right. But. Like cooler, like city people. You know? I don't think city. Pe- I think that's just in my head a mis uh, misunderstanding of city people. I, in my experience, city people did not drink any more sophisticated drinks than I, I think people from the south are actually much more sophisticated liquor drinkers. So they drink a Maybe. lot. Maybe I don't know if that's true. I don't know. I guess I wasn't around a lot of liquor drinkers in the South, so how would I know? Right. Okay, so let's jump in. Mm -hmm. Wait, I forgot. What's it called again? Between Us. Oh, Between Us. That's right. Um, Different, not not as much romance, but yet a very typical romance. Like almost no romance. Almost none. Yeah. Yeah. And it was interesting that you said, like, when you got the 54% through. You saw romance. I mean, I thought it might be, hints but there up. was no hints romance. up. There was no oh, okay. real romance. But like, I just remember checking, and I was fifty four four percent done, and there was like none. Right. And then it started like you could tell there was a romance kind of brewing. Yeah, I think I was. I think it was could have been further though, because that's just the last you. percent that I remember. Well, I, that's when she starts hanging out with him a little bit. I mean, really, uh, they're not at all. They don't even do anything together till like three fourths of the way through. Yeah, but that is fine. And then it's closed door. It is. Did you like almost nothing? Just mm-hmm. like yeah, reference, but no. Yeah. Um. So in my book, this is almost the perfect romance novel. Like this, because it had. But good. you just said it had no romance. Wait, so you enjoyed this book? Mm. I thought it was fabulous. Mm-hmm. 
So did I. I told you every time I read her books. But you yeah. you were like, oh, so how are you going to defend it? So I didn't know if you liked it or didn't like it. I know, because I want to throw you off. But I, don't, I, I don't want you to marshal so, your resources to debate Well, I'm glad I told to you then me. that I thought it was great before you told me what you thought. Because right. I told you that yesterday, that I mm-hmm. really, I always love her books. Yeah. Um, no, I thought it was very good. I mean, first of all, it was a mystery. It was a manners. It was a novel of manners. I could yeah. see this being like a modern version of like the manners novels from the 19th century yeah. that we've read. Um, that's true. I didn't think of that, but it's it is oh, very, it's very much, modern, but it's and still it, kind and it's of very much same. Well, it's also very uh, c- class conscious. Mm-hmm. Like there is that sort of like some of the friend group are doing really well financially, some are not. Yeah, and so you sort of have that like, how's that going to work? And um, you know, you got to think that that's probably what it was like back in the day, even though narrators authors were not narrating as intensely emotional mm-hmm. as they do today but you got to think that though that's what the reader of the time was reading between the lines was yeah. probably what was going on like you didn't necessarily need to i but i i think she's very smart she didn't she didn't make any missteps and i think she's a good writer mm-hmm. you know generally um she cares about words which you know <laughs> Is a distinction. So it's like the new bar. <laughs> right. Clearly, she, she cares about words, and she probably cares about literature, too. Maybe. I mean, she's an English teacher, the main character. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and they're reading Great Expectations. Right. No, no, that's, that's true. I, I didn't and it was kind of, you know, me, I, it's like a discussion yeah. of Great Expectations, so I love that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. people say Great Expectations is a romance. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what she. Well, and we she's get the discussing hint of it, it in the, yeah. and I thought, oh, huh. yeah. It so. was. Um, what was surprising to me was that it turned into more of a whodunit mystery, yeah, than it did a romance. I would say it's. I think it's more of a mystery novel than it is a romance novel. But it's novel. ultimately a romance novel. It's a relationship mm. novel. I mean, the mystery is all just. But the Her mystery, I mean, that is what drives the novel, is the mystery. They could have still ended up together. Well, no, in an interesting way, what drives the novel is not her she, breaking up with her not she longtime boyfriend. Like, that really drives, it's her breaking up with her longtime boyfriend and trying to but make sense of But the climax is not them getting together. The climax is her finding out. What happened. What happened true so still a romance, i think but. i mean it's fine there's a romance in there it's not a romance and the novel. point it's a is mystery. romance no it is a romance novel with a mystery as the like plot device it is not primarily a romance novel whether or not there is a romance that happens inside of it and that the point is the romance though the point is the romance. The point no. is her, yes, no. 100%. The point is her finding Matt. Then why is that not the climax? That I, well, because she had to come into her own. It's about her. But it's not the climax. The cli- A romance novel builds a sense of anticipation about the two people who get together. There's no sense of anticipation. They well, just get together. There was a little bit. 
There was like once they started like hanging out and they went on the walk in the woods, you knew something was brewing. But it was a fairly uneventful get together, right? Compared to most of the novels we've mm-hmm. read, exactly. So you thought it was fabulous, but now you don't even think it's a romance novel. Well, I I have trouble believing that anything. Then the lover is a romance novel. Well, except there was no real romance at There's all. There's a romance between the the Aidan and the young girl. But there or was not we, Aidan. We didn't, what was his name? Oh, the, I don't the know Palestinian what his name kid. was. Yeah. But I mean, by your by your definition, it doesn't have to be central to the novel. Well, it should be central, but I think her. So it's not. But it's not I, I think her relationships are central to the novel. That's more important. Think than about the it like this: Poachers is a mystery novella. Okay. You don't think of it that way, but the truth is that is the central thing that moves the plot is the mystery of. But the you poachers. can have romantic mystery. It's like um, Nora writes romantic suspense. Not quite the same as suspense is not the same as a mystery. A true mystery. She was actually they like talk about sleuthing. They regularly. Yeah, but she, it wasn't like that. And they're like piecing together but pieces like, of it the really, mystery. But I think the difference is like the mystery wasn't the point. Like it. It doesn't like the mystery. Like there are no stakes really in that mystery. Like it's not like they're solving a crime. She's just trying to get. Like a sense of the truth because her worldview has been shaken. Hmm. There are no stakes, but there are stakes with the relationship. Oh, yeah, because that's like her happy ever after. Do you think she could have had a happy ever after whether or not she had found out the truth? It would have been much harder. I, I'm like, surely therapy what? could have gotten her through it at some point. You but think it would have much been much harder? If she didn't know the truth? I think that's a bunch of hooey. I think most of the time people don't find out the truth and then they move on. Well, in I the think novel. In, real, in the in real world. But she would have had a harder time. I think the payoff. Because she was doubting herself. Tell me the payoff. But we knew he was a bad guy the whole time. He was such a, like. You thought he was bad, but. I mean, she, there was a piece of your brain that was wondering, is he going to turn out to be I as know. bad as you think he I is? I know. She did a really good job of like right? bo- us believing his right. lies. And then she like, did, he just way. sort of moves on. And like, I loved that. And I think that was the main, that was the main plot thrust of the plot. It was like she was in a terrible relationship. Sure, she got happy. That's after. what I think, but that's still part. I mean, I more than a mystery. She, what he, it is like to be got in a his, terrible relationship? He got his comeuppance. She solved the mystery. The reader was satisfied, and she had her happy ever after. No one would have been satisfied if she didn't have her happily ever after. Right. So that but it that, had to be there. But that was not the main point of the book i don't think i think the main point of it was that this was a very abusive 10 year relationship i think the point she wanted to say something about a bat what what an abusive relationship that isn't like on its face abusive looks like like how he played with her mind Mm -hmm. and she didn't question it right for so long i i think that was i do think that's what she was interested in 
mm-hmm. talking about. Right. Because that's probably, you know, that happens. It's, uh, well, we know somebody, one of your friends who like was engaged, right? To a guy who had another marriage, married, was married, right? Yeah. She was about to get married to him. No, she was married to him. Oh, she did get married to him. Oh, a guy they had who been had, married for a couple of years. Who ha- had already been married? Who no, was... he was about. He was planning a wedding with another woman. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, that's what it was. Um, and so like you see, like you could see it. Like we throw around the word like gaslighting a lot, mm-hmm. but you could see it in this novel, like how he would say these things and make her feel like she was crazy. Mm-hmm. To the point that we didn't know if she was imagining it or right. overreacting. Right. Even though, I mean, clearly she shouldn't be with him. That was clear. Right. But you didn't know. Mm-hmm. But it was still, the point of it was romance, not mystery. It's not, it, it is. Hmm. I don't know. I think it stretches the definition of a romance. And I okay, think it, maybe. And I think it would complicate your definition of a romance novel if you were to accept this as a romance novel and not The Lover. Well, I didn't see a happy ending in The Lover. I know you said maybe the two teenagers are like getting together, but we never saw their their romance. We never saw their connection really. Like it was just. You saw it as much as this. No. They were out in the tow truck. They were sitting next to each other. They were really like feeling a sense of belonging for the first time in either of their lives. And they had this shared experience together. They were both lost kids. They found a sense of belonging with each other. It was beautiful. Okay. It just didn't speak to me, I guess. Maybe I don't need to work on my empathy. Maybe you're the one who has to work on your empathy. Maybe we both can work on our empathy, but... It didn't feel romantic. I mean, this it felt romantic. It, I mean, the second part did have a lot of the regular romance novel type stuff. I mean, they they he's like super helpful and helps her family and connects with her family, and he's like this great guy, and they open up to each other, and then they get intimate, and then they break up, and then they come back together. That's well. So it's a little bit more lighthearted, but the truth of what was happening was just as dark as the lover. Mm, No, no. It's just that the artist, the author, didn't emphasize it as much. But the truth is, it was just as dark. It was probably darker. Think about her... Initial trauma. What was it? Tell me that's not darker than the trauma of the lover. Oh. It's darker. Maybe. It's a, it is for sure darker. Now, the author did not choose to emphasize that very much. But the truth is, you open up with an abortion and... That's true. I kind of and forgot. swinger and parents. That when you open that up with those two things, I was like, "Holy shit! What am I going to read? This is like <laughs> terrible. This is going to be. I, I'm not going to be able to deal with this." If they're like 
throwing abortion. And it turns out the author doesn't think abortion should be taken lightly. You wouldn't think. And she's not like so cool with swingers. And right, she actually shows the, the damage that it can and, do. Right, she's more concerned about And you know I've got people things, who I'm uh, very close to whose parents were swingers. And then that, you know, has affected them for the rest of their right. lives. That it's not, it does impact people. Oh. Both. She well, kids, about it. Oh, I mean, yeah. for sure. Like, you can't have that with kids because kids are trying to order their idea of love yeah around what their parents are doing and if their parents are just open to anything it's sort of like but then it's also the lies like they didn't know and it was like behind you know so like the kids are left trying to make sense of what's going on and nobody's even addressing it so it's like this again i mean yeah darker than the lover I mean, if you really think about what that was for I that guess little maybe girl what it is. running downstairs, right. opening and up the door, and seeing into family. the room, yeah, way more, but than, maybe worse than finding out. Just sort of in in a sense of like knowing, but without seeing that this is going on. During your adolescence. Imagine you're a kid and you go through your whole life and that's how it is. Way different. It'd be like the lover, it'd be like that guy just lived in the house for the rest of her okay, life. Okay, but maybe that's it. This is modern. And it's like... It, that was modern. The lover but was that was the written 70s. in the 70s, which is... You do realize that the 70s was like 50 years ago. Yes. So the emotions of this, like maybe it's that it didn't feel quite as depressing. Like, yeah, because the, the modern. Because people weren't so isolated though. They She had friends. She had other. Like it was didn't feel so just sad. No, as... you're wrong. She just didn't emphasize it. Do you remember what she, she ended up admitting to? Her love interest as her deepest, darkest secret. Do you remember what it was? About her dad? No. Oh, about how she started sleeping around. Right. And how dark and terrible it was for her. They didn't emphasize it. They didn't stick on it. But the truth is, that's some really dark stuff. Right, but the novel wasn't about that. Whereas The Lover was kind of like about the... All the damage. This was kind of about damage, but really not. It, it was about somebody for who for 10 years was a Had sociopath. Man- way worse. Way worse. I did just, the fact that the tone, just it's because just the she, tone, though, is different. Yes. The tone is not as depressing. That's fine. The tone is about the woman finding That's fine. her... her that's fine. Her own life and her direction. I get it. The lover had no, let's connect, let's reconnect, let's find our happiness. This did. The, I mean. I get it. And this one, she had her two best friends and she had, you know. Right. Other than her 10-year relationship, it seemed like all she had like good friends who were, mm-hmm. you know, there with her. Right. And decent people. Right. Meanwhile, he was like a sociopath who, I mean, so bad. Like, I thought that was so good. I mean, he was so bad, but like in a way that you could imagine somebody being. Yeah. Like, even like in a way, I felt like she was kind of. um, 
You know, Manhattan's get better as you drink more. Drink more. I find that strong like drinks tasty. tend to do that at the end, and I can see how it would get you into trouble. If I had two or three of these, yeah. I would be blottoed. <laughs> That's what these always do. These really strong ones. By the end, you're like, mm, by the end, you're like, mm, good. Mm, Let me have like more pepper, of that. It's like pepper syrup. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> um, and I also liked how she kind of was like. The bad guy in the bad relationship, how he made that television show. And I, you know, the second television Mm -hmm. show, the one that blew everything up. Yeah. And I felt like she was kind of like making fun of how people make these like really dark shows that are not actually that interesting. But everyone's like, oh, so good. So good. She was making (laughs) fun of it a little bit. But also like, I don't know. I I just thought it was fascinating i think she she has her finger on something interesting about the culture about the zeitgeist today yeah like it's very modern well anti-heroes are all the rage you know yeah. breaking bad and all I know. that yeah i get it better call saul that whole thing has really spawned a lot of anti-heroes well in streaming most of, you don't have the same regulation. most of them are not as good as that's unfortunately. what right. Th- a, a lot of them guys, are those two guys were so but that's what I They're right? so much smarter or something, or better storytellers. There's something more to tell. Well, you know, they... what I loved about Breaking Bad was, like, you know, the beginning of these episodes. And in, in Better Call Saul is the same thing. You just, it would be, like, two minutes of, like, an ice cream cone turned over on a sidewalk with ants walking, marching up it. I mean, where else? Can you right, get away with something like this? What and then what is what is that from? Right. You know? What story does that tell? And they're really and that's about the art of filmmaking. It reminds me of my friends from NYU did filmmaking. Like that's something that they would be into, you know, like kind of doing that kind of thing. Yeah. Um but there are a lot of those shows now that aren't as good but then, and don't have much to say but they're or they're and, or they're just like bad people or like whatever right. reason you know they don't there's something that when you really look at it it's not that good yeah and i feel like that's what she was kind of saying yeah yeah sure but, um but so if you didn't think it was a romance novel you didn't find it very romantic well, I don't know what I'm supposed to learn about romance from it, other than nobody nobody can be too broken to find romance. I guess that's something that I haven't said before. Hmm. Say more. I mean, we've well, read about I, some I mean, broken people. I mean, she was very... I mean, she had not only been traumatized by her parents, but she was traumatized by a 10-year relationship. And then she found true love afterwards, which, a little easy, but whatever. I mean, the truth is, we all think we know people like her 10-year romance who was just a liar and a sociopath and a narcissist, probably. And um, we wanted him to get his comeuppance. And not only that, we wanted her to have... True love. Now, did she convince me that that true love was going to last? I don't know. 
I mean, I don't know that she got to that. I don't. I don't. I think she was just like, well, you know what? The reader's gonna feel really bad for this woman because she not only had this terrible growing up experience, but then she also, at twenty three, got into a ten year relationship with a total dirtbag, and they want. You know, I'm gonna give them not only. She's going to say exactly what I hope I could see somebody say to like prove that the person didn't know that the person knew that the, that this, that the, you know, the hurt lover, like in front of a friend, you know, the guys with his friend Dom, you know, and they're sitting around and like, she confronts him. And it's like this great payoff. But I'm not only going to give him that, I'm going to give him that she found true love at the same time. And it probably couldn't have happened if it didn't happen like this. I just don't buy it. I don't buy that whole thing. Now, I thought it was a great well, novel. Well, I was going to say, it could have happened differently because they could have. she could have just left him. And Matt could have come Matt and helped her Matt out. Matt could have come when he knew that she was... That he was cheating. that whole thing about him, like not saying because anything. because he ruined his own family by like her his his kid touching uncle, like he 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 like exposed his kid touching uncle, and then his whole family has spurned him, and now that's why he doesn't say anything about her boyfriend cheating on him. Sorry, I just you know. I know. I just but boy, I think kids he, are stupid. I mean, he was young. He was twenty six. He was had been in love with her. You know, people sometimes don't. Yeah, I don't know. I I just that that whole thing. You're you're talking me into not liking it as much because I, know, I keep on bringing up this stuff. I'm trying to understand what stuff. you do like about it because I've named things I like, and so far well, because all you've I done wanted is say to, what you don't I, like. I liked that she brought us along. That I didn't know what was going to happen. That I that I, I liked the mystery. It was a mystery novel to me. It was not a romance novel. <laughs> like it, I was happy that at the end, not only did she find true love. But that she found somebody who was broken in in like a complimentary way, you know those right. complimentary pathologies, and and that they're probably going to work out and um, be happily ever after, and that she got some closure with her family situation, right. and um, and she was seemed like a a nice gal, you know. Uh, you know, she was a teacher. She she did, yeah. even though her students were, like, trying to trigger her all the time, she did, like, actually like them. And you yeah. could tell that she had an affection for them. So that reminded me of you. Like, mm -hmm. even though we're surrounded by bad kids, we still treat them nicely, which is weird. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, uh, I mean, to me, uh, and I did like the the manners idea. I did like some of the things she brought up. And it wasn't really a misstep other than the broader idea that, the, I mean, I can't reconcile. If, if you take out that it's a romance novel and that romance was an element of the novel, I think it's great. If you make it center on a romance, then I have to bring up all these, like, objections. 
Okay, so we'll just take it out for you. Yeah. But I will it's like an emo, it's about her emotions. And most mysteries, I don't know how many mysteries you've read, don't center on like a woman's emotions and her like making sense of like her emotions and her relationships. Okay. So, okay, yeah. Let's not treat it like a typical romance because it isn't like, I mean, even though it has some elements and it has a happy ever after, Mm -hmm. so I think it still fits the genre. She's definitely not doing a traditional romance novel. Right. So I'll give you that. But I do think like the emotion, the focus on the emotions, I actually thought this kind of isn't quite a romance. I didn't think mystery so much as I kind of thought like, like it's like a, it's just fiction for women. Don't talk about mystery like it's a whodunit. Like there is this idea that mystery I guess is, is like I think of it, is mystery. like uh, no. Okay, first of all, mystery actually to me evokes Flannery O'Connor mm. in the sense of mystery being like a greater mystery of the universe, like like being in touch with something sublime Mm, that's like incomprehensibly big and grand so mystery is not i mean there are mysteries like you know like what our daughter just read like there are true mysteries like very like what i read when i was or like svu you know who done it who killed the right the the girl right there are those mysteries but then there are like mysteries that are that put you in a tent that puts you into a sense of wonder yeah and if you do mystery right that's what it really does it puts you it makes you wonder which is a very like um it's a very hard thing to evoke in a reader I think. Mm, I think okay. it's what makes artists artists. And it doesn't matter if it's music, um, poetry, visual arts. If you start pondering things that are bigger than yourself and are almost incomprehensible, that's the mark of like what art is supposed to do. And that's that's what mystery does. Okay. And you think this did that for you? Yeah, there are a lot of things it made you wonder about. Yeah. You know, this was about this was a this was a book of manners again. So, you know, you can think that it's just about society and class, but then it just makes you think about the human condition and the way the human is programmed yeah. to to make these sort of like stratifications. Um, there's the theme that you brought up of like this anti-hero type of like sort of piece of the zeitgeist that's been going around for, I don't know, a decade or Mm -hmm. two. Um, there are a lot of things that are sort of. I think we'll understand it better in in 50 years. That's always a good a sign of a good novel if mm-hmm. like we can we can name what it is in 50 years. I'm not sure where I can name exactly 
succinctly what I really liked about it, other than the writing was very good. It kept me interested throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't ham-fisted or like clumsy no. at all. Yeah. The re- the writer expected a lot of the reader, I believe. Like, I don't think a lot of people... I think this would be... You know, there's a difference between, like, fiction and upmarket fiction. Yeah. You know, the upmarket, they expect a little bit more from mm-hmm. the reader. And I think this would be upmarket. Um, yeah, I. that's what I... As I was reading, I was like, there's a little bit of a difference in what you're expected to do with this and mm-hmm. think about with this than in... You know, most right. that we've. Had. I think if I think if the lover of a Judith McNaught type novel were to read this, I think a lot of them would be like, "Oh, this is this is more than I want to deal with." Like, there's a lot of. There's I'm a lover of a Judith McNaught. You love Judith McNaught. Well, she was one of my favorites back in the day. Really? Oh, I mean, when I was younger, it was Judith McNaught. Nora, they were probably my two favorites. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Huh. Well, I, I, there's something you said that's about the women's emotions, about centering the emotions. That's like interesting to think about. Um, that's the reason why I'm reading all these novels right. is to think about the sort of catharsis that a woman wants to experience when they're reading a romance novel. And that happened for you in this. Yeah, because I think it's more about the woman and like seeing the woman. And it happened. Figuring out. And it happened when she got together with Matt, not when she found out the truth of her. Of the the bad dude. For me, getting together with Matt and reconnecting with her mother were more important than finding out about the bad guy. Hmm. Because that... And when was the payoff? When would you say the the number one payoff was? Oh, my favorite of the, like, typical romance moments, it's when she's dancing with Dev at the wedding or at the party, mm-hmm. and he says, you should give him a chance. He's a good guy. And she thinks he's talking about Joe. Mm-hmm. And she's, he says, I was talking about Matt. And you're like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it gives you that. It gives you that feeling of, like, she's found her person and she's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. That I think you like, like... For me, romance, it's like finding that person and finding out like you're going to be okay and that you're like connected powerfully to somebody. And I think this showed that. I mean, she's connected with her friends and with Matt and she got rid of the bad guy. Mm-hmm. So I I mean, I think, but she seems like a normal girl, right? Like a, mm-hmm. she's like a, she's a teacher. She's, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. she thought she was in this good relationship. She thought like he was kind of cool. Right. Her boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And so, like, his humor and stuff. She's like, oh, that's cool. And you could see how that could happen to someone. And they just don't even question it. Right. So it has all that that I like in a romance. And the payoff was when Dev said. Yep. That's so weird because I did not read it that way. (laughs) 
Well, you're looking I for something. I mean, I read it, but I was like, oh, okay. That was ironic. Yeah, that's uh, the moment. That's the that's the moment when you know they're going to be together. I mean, not that you don't know because it's a romance novel, but right. And you know they're going to find a way back hmm. together. Because like that maybe is the difference between that and the lover, right? Right. Like, did you have any doubt she was going to end up with Matt once they connected? No. Right. Right. And that's kind of like a ro- like that's kind of like a hallmark, right? Like we right. know no matter what conflict. Whatever struggles they go through. I mean, you should read some like Daniel Steele. I mean, it's like serious trauma. Like, whew. you know, whew. they're going to come together in the end. Yeah. And somehow this is going to make things okay, even though it's really hard to imagine how it's going to make totally it okay. I totally believe it. Because da- think about it. Daniel Steele was probably writing in the 70s, right? Probably, yeah. I mean, like, think about what men used to be able to get away with. That's true. And so it's just like, like, probably women were all traumatized, basically. And then they would just, you know, if they were independent, they were traumatized. No, oh, it's just like, yeah, so much trauma for the women <laughs> and so much abuse and stuff. I mean, even my, my mother and sister are like, yeah, all sorts of like terrible stories about men. My sister's like barely 40. Think about that. Yeah, I mean, my sister has plenty of men being, you know, like sleaze balls. That's what I'm talking but, about. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, kind of get that in this. But I will give, I do think this was more interesting in some ways. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's like a cultural commentary. Like I feel like it's like super modern, but not modern in the way that some romance novels are kind of annoying, you know, where they like are just, I still like them, but it's like they're using like, I don't know the language of the times and they're like, Mm -hmm. so cool. This wasn't like that. She was trying, like she was commenting on modern culture or Mm -hmm. like culture of today, which is a little different. Right. So I, I do think there was more to it, but I, I mean, ultimately it gave me just, it gave me the things I'm looking for from a romance. Tell me about the things you're looking I for. I already told you. That's what I just was talking about. Just the, the happily ever after. I mean, that's what I heard. Well, I said a lot of words for you to sum it up as happily ever after. Well, I mean, what else is there? What else is there though? What else in life is there really? <laughs> What do I, I mean, there's, like, I always say that. Like, I really, what more do we need? Yeah. So true. Is that the end? Yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> um, I'll read the highlights that I have. Okay, maybe a couple at least. Her parents kept secrets. Rasheen was always caught between wanting to know what they were and not wanting to know what they were. Oh, yeah, that was good. me too. I remember that line. I highlighted this as blue. The arc of history was long and bent towards sick humor. I was annoyed by that. I mean, why would you? Mm-hmm. Why would you change? Bastardize an <laughs> MLK quote. I mean, come <laughs> About on. About justice, yeah. Right. Um, Brussels Griffin, do you remember that? The dog, Brussels Griffin? Yeah. You know, my first dog was a griffin, Brocken Griffin from... Brussels, Belgium. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. Little Bell. 
Oh, I, I didn't know I Belle. That. I thought Belle was like a retriever or something. No, Belle, my dad brought him back, brought her back from Belgium oh, when he no, went to I Belgium no for a year. Um, perhaps that was the magic of any holiday. It lifted you out of the familiar and gave you a brief, brief aerial view of your life in progress. It made you confront your world's smallness in a vastness of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like this one. Um, if he's so awful, why would he be any good for Gina? Gina, he wouldn't. But Gina, I'm sorry to say, is never going to be truly happy with anyone else. Sometimes that just happens to a person. They can't move on. It's like, yeah. Mm -hmm. I can think of a million people that's just that's Can't move where on. they are. Yeah. She was sure June, Joe knew exactly what she was referring to. It suited him to feign confusion, to make it seem as if Roisin was forensically obsessive slash a massive, a massive nag. I know. That was so good to me. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. Like, it, I mean, you just could see it happening. Roisin was accustomed to this gently patronizing tone when Joe reminded her he had VIP business to attend to. It started out as ironic and now was not particularly, if at all, <laughs> ironic. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. This is blue. Hmm. Oh, she rearranged the dog in her arms as if cradling baby Jesus. You're like, why? Why mm. bring in baby Jesus? Well, I mean, also, do we think baby Jesus was cradled like more preciously than other babies? Do we think that? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. She grabbed Roisin in a tight hug. As Roisin absorbed the meaning of their exchange, she tried not to burst into tears on her shoulder. And then, then and there, she had realized how broken she was. She hadn't realized how broken she was until someone acknowledged it. Yeah. Oh, Matthew, you soar like Icarus, too close to the sun, and at the mercy of your own jawline. <laughs> <laughs> Reminded me of George Costanza. Yeah. <laughs> too, too close too close to, to the, the too sun close to the sun. Of salami or something. Pastrami. Pastrami, not okay. salami. Oh, gotta get it right. Yeah. I like this. I like this summary. Long story short, is my parents what you call swingers? The thing about your parents getting to up to that kind of shit is no one tells you what's going on. Your responsible adults are the ones responsible. It's not like anyone sits you down and says, so there's the birds and the bees and also your mom and dad who are a whole petting zoo. <laughs> <laughs> you work yeah. it out bit by bit. That process of figuring it out alone is what's messed me up the most, really. The whispering, the locked drawers, the kissing. They thought we didn't see the drastic warnings that my brother and I heard about leaving our bedrooms after lights out when they had parties, even 
if we had nightmares. Mm-hmm. That was, I thought that was pretty good. And this is also pink. <laughs> the Mallory got graffitied with pervert's pube. Was it a misspelling of pub? We'll never know. <laughs> maybe, maybe why I can't talk about this was that it sounds funny, but it was the opposite yeah, of funny. I, I like, like that. I was like, yeah, exactly. I wonder if she was typing that out and it just came out and she was like, I'm going to use that. I, I was thinking about like, how did she think of that? And I think she probably wrote pube. You think she was supposed to write pub and wrote pube? And then, and then like, she was oh, like, wait. that's funny. Yeah. yeah. When we set out on this walk, I thought we were two fun, laid-back people, Rasheen said, patting Matt on the arm. In fact, we're a pair of fuck-ups. Harrowing. Let's never do any soul-searching again, <laughs> Matt said. <laughs> then you just That's like them. That's what I mean. You like That's them. What, you like yeah. them together. You like them apart. You're just like, yeah. She That's cited like. Occam's razor. She did. I mean, she's got some depth to her. She's a smart, smart cookie. Yep. So... Well, good. Success, then. I'm glad because, mm-hmm. again, I told you every time I read one of hers, I'm sad it's over because yeah. I really do like reading them. That's good. This is like a top one. If we're going to like start curating a list of like Oh, we definitely couple, have to for our last. Couple ones, the ones that like the couples should read together, like this should be one of them because there's enough like other stuff. It's not just like the emotional pornography that I've... Or actual, you know, or or written pornography. I mean, in some written pornography, I've been like really okay with. Oh, you have? Okay. There was the one that was like uh, a Regency romance that I thought, well, there was variation enough that it like, at least it was. Have to go back to the list and remember. What was the one one that I liked? There was the one that I liked that. the one with the ballet dancer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You really liked that. Of all the Regencies, that was your, the but one that, you liked that the had most. Some, that had a bunch of bangs. It did. It. And that's why I didn't think you'd like it. It was like, well, I mean, if you're going to read them, and it's just so you know what they are, I mean, it is a major staple of romance it novels. It is. Like, you know, a lot of them are that way. If you're going to read one, that one will, it's better than, you know. Bunch of other ones. <laughs> well, we're not gonna focus on critiquing the ones you didn't like. We'll yeah. focus on which ones in the end. Yeah. Um. Okay, so this goes near the top for you. Yeah, I better think... than Georgie all along. So far, that's your favorite non um, non like eighteen hundreds romance. No, not better than that. Okay, although right up there, like one A, one B. So, okay, I so better than the others, though. Better than any. I can't think of any others that were like that good, that are modern. Now, of course, well, I the take out Jane Eyre and Pride and Prejudice and Anna Karenina. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not <laughs> and the lover, of course, no. <laughs> which is so great. <laughs> okay, so for next week, uh-huh. we're gonna read real R E A L. Or R-E-E-L. Now I've forgotten. But it's by Kennedy Ryan. Kennedy Ryan. I have never read anything by her, but people love her in the romance world. Okay. And I chose it because it's modern. It's a contemporary. But it weaves in like a story of um, 
the Harlem Renaissance. And I thought that was kind of interesting because I like the Harlem Renaissance and I think it's an interesting time hmm. period. So it's, it's, um, it's not historical novel, but it features like an actor and a director, I think. And so they're basically producing okay. a movie or a play about the Harlem Renaissance. So I thought it sounded kind of interesting. Oh, you're not? Well, it sounds like a novel that people tell you to read because it has the right elements, which never works out. Okay, well, well I mean, the out. other one I thought about was like, I think it's like, oh gosh, you'd have to Google it. It's like, here with you in the ether. Ether, is that how you say ether. that? Ether. And, but it's like got like mental illness in it. And so. Well, what I'll say is if you think the Kennedy Ryan one is the sort of thing that you'll hear on NPR featured. Like, they'll be like, oh, this is... No, it's like Sarah McLean says it's good. It's like romance novelists say it's good. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it'll be that great, but like... It just sounded to me like, it sounded like, you know, the NPR does romance. They do. Mm -hmm. Spotlights Mm -hmm. sometimes. And it's always, they're always like very socially conscious and that annoys me, so... I'm just making well, sure you didn't get. How... Just making sure you didn't get it from off. Of no, I actually got it from Sarah okay. McLean as okay. a recommendation on her podcast. Okay. Um, and so, okay, I've never read anything by her. And there was one that was like on all the best of lists, but it had like trauma. I think with like losing a child and stuff. And so I decided we weren't going to oh, read no. that one. Are you kidding? That's the choice. Of course we're not going to. Oh read no, that no. One. I just put that off the list, but oh. now she has this one and I was like, Oh, well this sounds safe and kind of interesting. Okay. So let's read it. Um, cause I, the other one losing a child who wants to read that. Why would you want to read that? You tell tell me you, well, want, it happened this, before you want this the emotional novel. payoff. It happened before in their prior and they had grown apart and it was about their second chance coming back together. Because they could find it. Why I never suggested it to you. So it's real. It's called real, but I can't remember if it's R-E-E-L or R-E-A-L. This one is about... No. This is the one about the Harlem Harlem Renaissance. Renaissance. So we'll try it. Wait, I'll look it up. Okay. R-E-E-L or R-E-A-L? Yeah. (laughs) I think it's R-E-E-L. By who? Kennedy Ryan. Real, a Hollywood Renaissance yes. novel. R E E L. R E E, like real, like a movie real. Yeah. Okay. But I also do know that it's, she often is very steamy, is what people say. Well, so we'll see. It's been a while since I've read long passages of pornographic material. So only a couple weeks. Yeah. Well, I, you know, you get used to the smut after <laughs> a little while. And when you don't, when you don't have well, a regular, there when you don't have a regular flow of smut, you wonder what you're going to do with your life. Well, don't worry. I think this one will have some. So. Right. Real next week. Next week.